Greetings, you are listening to the podcast of Ignitus Ministries, and this is your host, Pastor Tom Fillinger, speaking on a cold and windy day here in Alabama. Thank you for listening each time to our podcast, and the focus of the podcast today is on what I would call a hot topic, and that is critical race theory and intersectionality. There are a wide diversity of perspectives that are held by um, professing Christians on this particular topic, and all of those perspectives cannot be correct. And so my prayer is that what I share with you today equips and encourages you to work through these issues and to come to an understanding of what critical race theory and intersectionality is and how you must respond to those issues to find yourself in harmony with the Word of God. So, um, we will be conducting Zoom calls between January 1st and the end of May. We will invite pastors and church leaders to participate in those Zoom calls. We will have 12 individuals each time on those calls. The call will last one hour. The first 15 minutes will be a review of the material that you will receive in advance of the call and also a PowerPoint presentation containing that material. Those documents and that PowerPoint equip you then to share this with the people that you are leading so that they are also well-informed and make wise, theologically consistent decisions. The uh, cost for this is there is no cost. All we ask is your participation, and you will have opportunity following the Zoom call to make individual calls for any clarification that you may desire on the topics that are presented. We will ask you to send us the email, name, and cell phone number of pastor friends that you have in ministry so that the distribution of this information is made as widely as possible. So thank you for listening. Thank you for participating. And I'll give you a couple quotes now at the outset of this um, podcast. The first one says, currently in woke hermeneutics, and wokeism is an outgrowth of critical race theory, as long as you affirm central truths of the gospel, you are free to twist the scripture any way you want to fit your social justice ideologies. Social justice is also inherent in this movement. But it won't be long until even the central truths of the gospel fall by the wayside. Next, Walter Strickland says, and he was the individual that presented Resolution 9 at the Southern Baptist Convention 
in Birmingham, Alabama in June of 2019, Walter Strickland says the gospel is worthless if it doesn't address social issues. DeHight Lewis says the gospel is not good news without economic and social restoration. Well, I would tremble to make either one of those statements. The gospel is not worthless. It is the power of God unto salvation, and we must defend that understanding of God's revelation. So what I'll share with you now comes from a website called newdiscoveries.com. It's by James Lindsay, and he is, uh, what I will give you is a summary. This is a lengthy um, a lengthy article. I'll just give you the summaries that he provides. He says, as unlikely as it seems, a highly obscure academic theory known as critical race theory has completely mainstreamed in society. And now everyone, that's an exaggeration, but not too much so, is discussing it. While critical race theory has the noble goal of pointing out problems that can be hard to see and that maintain or constitute racism, it turns out to be a remarkably bad way of going about this. A little familiarity with the basic principles of critical race theory and how they go wrong can help us with this. Before I begin, I offer my apologies to the reader. Critical race theory has been growing for over 40 years, and it has many deep problems. One of the uh, proponents of critical race theory is James Kahn, Black Liberation Theology, if that gives you some sense of the origin of this. Lindsay says, here I document just eight of the biggest problems with the entire critical race theory approach. Treat them as eight short essays on specific topics in critical race theory and digest them one at a time. I offer them in the hopes of helping people understand it better so they can decide for themselves if critical race theory is the way we should be dealing with race issues and racism in our society or if we can genuinely do better. So now he gives us eight summary statements, and you can go to that article that I gave you, newdiscoveries.com, and read the entire article, but I'll give you his eight summaries here. First, critical race theory believes racism is present in every aspect of life, every relationship, and every interaction, and therefore has its advocates look for it everywhere. Well, there's a parable that says you have two dogs in your head. They're fighting for ascendancy. Which one will win? Well, obviously, the one that you feed the most. And if you begin with the understanding that racism is everywhere in everything, that's the conclusion you're going to reach. Second, Critical race theory relies upon interest convergence. White people only 
give black people opportunities and freedoms when it is also in their own, that is, white interest, and therefore doesn't trust any attempt to make racism better. Third, critical race theory is against free societies and wants to dismantle them and replace them with something its advocates control. I've said for many years, no matter what the issue is, the issue is always control, and the only control that should be abiding in our theological understandings is the Word of God, not critical race, not intersectionality. Number four, critical race theory only treats race issues as quote-unquote socially constructed groups, so there are no individuals in critical race theory. That is a total distortion of man created in the image of God and being individually responsible for his actions. Next, critical race theory believes science, reason, and evidence are a quote-unquote white way of knowing and that storytelling and lived experience is a black alternative which hurts everyone especially black people. Next, critical race theory rejects all potential alternatives like colorblindness as forms of racism, making itself the only allowable game in town, which is, notice this, totalitarianism. Beware. Number seven, Critical race theory acts like anyone who disagrees with it must do so for racist and white supremacist reasons, even if those people are black, which is also totalitarianism. Number eight, critical race theory cannot be satisfied, so it becomes a kind of activist black hole that threatens to destroy everything it is introduced into. I'll give you an example. It cannot be satisfied, Lindsay is saying, in the budget for 2021 of Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. They included $5 million in that budget to provide scholarships for black students. Well, I certainly support that, I needed financial assistance when I was in seminary. We had three children and I worked full time. So I would definitely support giving assistance to black students. But here's the problem. It's a black hole. They will never be satisfied with $5 million. I can promise you within a year or two at the most, there will be pressure exerted on Southern Seminary to not just give $5 million, but $10 million, $15 million, $20 million. And you can test that thesis as we go forward. So I hope these brief insights are helpful to you. I hope that you will participate in those Zoom calls that we will be offering January through May. And if you have any question about what I've said in this, you can contact me by calling 800-472-3764 or by sending me an email at iustransforms 
at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. I pray for pastors and church leaders daily. Thank you for listening. God bless, and may the Holy Spirit open your mind and heart as you study the Word of God to come to understand the the threat that critical race theory and intersectionality pose to the gospel message. As I read a quote at the beginning of this podcast, uh, the gospel is not worthless if it doesn't address social and economic issues. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. God bless you as you proclaim it. Until next time, This is Pastor Tom Fillinger. Bye-bye and God bless.